Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. They talk to everyone, but the person about the thing going on. And that's just going to destroy the relationship when instead you could say, Hey, you know, I don't know if this is just me, but this is how I'm feeling. So I want to make sure that we clear the air, we clear the energy. And I just bring it out because I never want this relationship to, you know, have resentment or not share where we're at. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go.
We're back. We're back. We're doing the thing. Doing the thing. We're back. We're doing the thing. We're back. Doing the thing. Back. Back. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. We're uh, canceled. Welcome back to Questionably Awesome, where we're going to kill a few brain cells without anything chemically induced. Um, Correct. I think that's exciting. It, you know, somebody just wrote me the other day. First, before I say this, though, let's just say... Questionably Awesome is the podcast episodes where Evans and I answer your questions. And it's very questionable how you're going to feel about life after this episode um, and your current level of brain cells. So, you know, you and I just got together and we wanted to laugh and have fun and also drop some wisdom. First, I'm going to tell you, my mother has been listening and she was like, Oh my God, you guys are hilarious together. I don't know what you, I, I don't even understand who you turn into, but, but I like it. Um, and I was what? like, I can't believe you listened to my podcast episode. That is crazy. And then, okay, number two, someone wrote me and they were like, I didn't know what the hell I was listening to the first time I tuned in. I, I, she was like, I literally said to myself, what is actually going on? And then I started listening and now they're my favorite. So <laughs> I was like, you know, we often feel that way when we start recording. So if this is your first time listening, congratulations for having the tolerance to hang in here this long. Um, I promise you it gets better and we can change your life once in a while. You know, yeah, it's surprising. It- it's kind of like diarrhea, but the relief. <laughs> it's like the real of it. Yeah. Like that. Like you're a little bit like, whoa, oh, like the kajunga junks happen and you're like, oh my God, what is about to happen? And then the other side, you're like, oh, well, that's relieving and I'm skinny now. So I lost 20 pounds just now. Thank you. I mean, it's really similar, Evans. Um, so how's your how's your week? We're recording in the evening, which is really rare. We normally record at like 7 a.m. my time. Yeah. So instead of being a bit like crazy from just waking up, I'm crazy from um, an over-caffeinated day today. Did you drink coffee with caffeine in it? I did, but here's the deal. That would have been fine, but I had the worst allergies today. So I took an Allegra D that already has like some caffeine in it. And then they were so bad. And I had to speak on, I was doing like a big Zoom conference and I had to take another one. I can hardly get my words out. That's how cracked out I am right now. I took a second Allegra D, which you're not supposed to do like within 12 hours. The second one, then I took Flonase, which I don't know if that has caffeine in it. And then I had super coffee. I I can't even talk right now. So it's a different, we're going to, we're going to see how this changes the energy today. Um, But I, I don't know if you're tired for the day, but I'm sending you like some energy through screen time. So I can feel it. I can feel your energy and I really like it. My eyes are popping out of my head and I haven't had Botox for a really long time. So my eyebrows are like actually lifted up, which feels foreign. <laughs> I like to get some Botox. I want to just get those forehead creases, you know, just smooth them on out. Smooth them on out. No, you sure don't need them. But one thing that I'll say, and, and you know, whether you're anti-Botox or not, I will say that it has been nice because I frown like a mother when I'm working and my eyebrows have been hurting lately. And when you have Botox, they don't hurt. So this is not an ad. Nope. 
Don't yell at me. Don't comment in the links. I'm not in the mood. Um, <laughs> just you do you, you do you. You do you, you fast forward or get off this channel, you know? Um, so with that said, how are you feeling about life? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, I'm really excited because I did something today. What did you do? Just something? I got a, I got a manicure. <gasps> they look so good. Oh, she's got pink jewels. <laughs> you know, Here. Rubies. Look at the, Look at these things. They're just, let me tell you, I was like, and I know everyone has their opinions on, on going places. And I totally get that. And but it's okay if you judge me for doing this, but it was a very safe place. And I was safe. I felt like a new person. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's really, it's so interesting, the world right now, because it's very state by state, right? Like everyone here yeah. is like, yeah, we're going everywhere. Um, and then, you know, when I was living in California, I was like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> number one, you know, but your jewels look amazing. And, you know, because you're Southern, I think you call them rubies. <laughs> do you think that you would ever name an animal ruby? Um, do you know that Adam's niece is named Ruby? That doesn't surprise me. I know. Wait, she's not Southern though, is she? No, but um, she's really cool. I like the name. Me too. Her, I think Adam's grandmother was named Ruby Fern. <gasps> That's so old timey. Oh my gosh. That's I literally like if I walked into a, a historic museum and saw a beautiful picture of a woman in like an old time dress from the 1800s, I would literally say, I bet her name is Ruby Fern. And they'd be like, it is. And I'd be like, no way. Um, I, it didn't change. I really liked to use the excuse of being tired in the morning and it's just not. So it's just who you are. It's just who you are. <laughs> right. We love it. Tell me, tell me like a slice of wisdom from the week that you've picked up because life is just a big lesson. And I think you and I both do a really good job of observing our emotions and how crazy they are and then making something of them. So what's something that you observed about yourself or in your life that now you've created a little like, you're like, oh, interesting this week. Oh, that is a great question. And it is that a lot of times when I'm, working alone and by myself for a long time, get ideas. And then I'll tell myself that they're stupid and I'll be really rude and mean to myself. And then like today, getting on a call with Lauren and I'll be like, this is a really stupid idea, but I'm just going to share it. And she's like, that's not a stupid idea. Mm -hmm. And just hearing like a lot of times you, it's easy to doubt yourself when you're working on your and don't really have someone to bounce ideas off of. But then yeah. when you say it out loud, it's like, actually, even if it is a stupid idea, you can get something out of it. You know, it's so interesting too. I love that so much. And I think that's important for people to hear because you also have to know your working style. Like sometimes it's good to work alone for a little bit, but the second that you start to notice that, like how can you support yourself around working in a group? Um, it's really funny because you guys, if you don't know, Evans used to be my assistant a long time ago and we just had this like amazing relationship and I'm actually so glad you're not my assistant. So we can now have an even more, an amazing, amazing relationship. Um, but with that said, I actually observed that like when you were alone for too long, just like me, it, it's kind of like your energy goes down, you know, because you work really good in, in team settings and I do too, but small teams. Yes. 
Um, it's important to support yourself with whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, a call a couple times a week or, um, getting in different groups where you guys kind of brainstorm together, going to, uh, you know, when, when you can, or if you can go to like a, we work or whatever that looks like, or just doing some group think once or twice a week, which is really, really powerful because I used to work alone all the time. And I wondered what was wrong with me because I would not get work done. I go like, Oh my God, I would do every, everything and anything but work. Like, and I would be like, wow, you were in some serious resistance. And I literally, the one thing I can say is like, as soon as you can, like hire someone who can be on your team as soon as you can. And you guys can work together part-time or even like five or 10 hours a week. Like, oh my gosh, it is. Feeling other people's energy just makes such a difference. It is insanely game-changing. So hopefully you get to the place in your business where you're hiring like maybe another copywriter or something to sit with you, you know, for five hours a week or something like that. And you guys just work together and bust everything out. And yeah, and being at a cool WeWork and have like a female women business office. Yes. Girls only. That's literally what everybody wants to do right now. So seriously, we're all craving like, can somebody please come work with me? Okay. What's your quote? Oh, my quote I found on Instagram. It's this really cute account called uh, something that I don't remember right now, but I'll find it. But the quote is called, emotions are just visitors. Oh, I love that. I think of that a lot, actually, that there's determine and go and they're not who you are. You have have fingernails. You're not a fingernail. You have sadness. You're not sad. You know? Exactly. The Instagram is bless messy. Blessy? Bless the messy. Oh, it clicked out. So I was like, cool. Blessy. All right. Bless up. There are are little geckos back here. Um, They're running across the floor outside. Little geckos. Sorry, not geckos. Look at how trained I am. There are little car insurance salesmen running everywhere right now outside in Arizona. (laughs) Okay. Here's my quote. Because we know that our questions are around working together. I gave it away. Marty Plotnick. Don't know who this human is. Hope that he is not in prison somewhere. Um, says you better enjoy. <laughs> Nobody knows what that even means. They're like, what does that even mean? We always try to make sure our people we quote are like, you know, upstanding citizens. And sometimes we can't do a full background check. So uh, yes, I did not run a full background check on, on Marty. Um, but he seems like a great guy. All right. You better enjoy working with each other. And you got to have fun. You got to enjoy each other. It's like getting married. You'll be spending more time with your business partner than your spouse when you calculate the hours. So you better enjoy it. (laughs) I'm just dying that Marty. (laughs) Marty is right. I I just, I loved everything about the last two minutes. (laughs) Well, me too. Me too. Um, all right. Do you have a review? I do. And it is from Grow the Mindset Gal. Um, yeah. She says, the podcast has helped me with my mindset and anxiety. It has pushed me to grow outside my comfort zone to start a blog and start my own podcast. I also can't wait to read Lori's book. 
Thank you, Lori, for spreading so much love. Oh my gosh. The best. I literally was picturing, I was like waiting for her to be like, and if you two dumbasses can do this, anyone can. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what she's thinking. She's like, thank you so much for letting me see how much of an idiot you can be while still being successful. We set the bar all the way down at the bottom just for others. It's not even a bar. It's like a tripwire. <laughs> you know what? Set that tripwire. Confuse them all. Keep them, keep them guessing and then just be like, bam, I, I experienced success. <laughs> Do you want a question? Yeah, because clearly this is starting to fizzle. Let's go. <laughs> okay. This is from at Jaya Kasha. I'm really sorry if I mispronounce your name. How do you work through conflict and keep the relationship strong? What? Uh, What was it again? How do you work through conflict and keep the relationship strong? Your Um, co-host. Your co-host or your business partner? Oh gosh. I mean, I, I hold the belief and the just like life motto that you have to have the tough conversations as fast as you can. So I think the first thing I want to back up the trolley for a minute and just say that you can prevent a lot of the things that you might fear about having a business partner or a co-host. And that will be by, you know, talking about what you, your boundaries are in the, in the beginning, what your expectations are of yourself, of them, and writing up a contract. So what happens is that a lot of time friends get into business and they're like, we're fine. We've known each other forever, you know, or this is going to be great, but not knowing like, what have you talked about what that's going to look like? Like even with you, Evans, like, are you cool? Like, are you sure you're good with looking up the review and having that ready? Do you feel okay about that? Um, Is that, you know, is that going to bug you or whatever that looks like having these conversations so that, you know, Like, I know how I can call on you or I know how I can call on different business partners. I know what we are both expecting each other to do. And one of the big reasons that that is so important is it also allows you to show up in your highest self because you're never second guessing yourself that you're not doing enough. I know sometimes when I haven't outlined a contract or shared my expectations or shared my zone of genius or what I'm not good at, sometimes when I just say yes to everything, or like, yeah, I'll say yes to things I'm not good at. It's like... I end up like not doing them or showing up not my best or coming in late with different things. And it just doesn't do well for either parties. So a contract and expectation boundaries is as much for you as it is for them. Um, And it really protects your relationship going in. I always tell people the more that you value your relationship, the more boundaries and contract you should have. Um, just like clear agreements around anything and everything. It doesn't have to be some 50-page contract. It just really needs to outline any tough scenarios and even write down to sometimes it's good to have a final decision maker, you know, to to figure that out. So I think that's the first way that you do it uh, is to protect yourself and prevent yourself from even having to go to a lot of those places. And then of course, you're always going to have to go no matter what, because you can't cover everything. Um, you're learning about each other. So I think it's always... Uh, agreeing to have radical candor, like uh, the book Kim Scott talks about, or that Kim Scott, I believe that's who it is, wrote that book. Uh, And just having the tough conversations as soon as possible or what happens, I see it all the time. They talk to everyone but the person about the thing going on. And that's just going to destroy the relationship when instead you could say, hey, 
you know, I don't know if this is just me, but this is how I'm feeling. So I want to make sure that we clear the air, we clear the energy and I just bring it out because I never want this relationship to, you know, have resentment or not share where we're at. So what do you think? How are you keeping your relationship, you know, with Adam and your co-hosts? <laughs> I'm keeping... Oh, but what you said about... um. Uh, it reminded me of Brene Brown quote. Why am I stuttering? And she says, clear is kind. She talks about that in one of her books. I think it's Dare to Lead. But that's a big thing with running... Like when you're managing a team or just working with a team, she always talks about the best, kindest thing you can do is be clear. Oh man, it, that is it, that couldn't be more true. I think in... Just think about like your relationship with your best girlfriend or with your partner, spouse, whatever that is. Like... It is not nice to not tell someone how you're actually feeling because then you resent them and they don't know, they can't fix the problem. Right. Do anything about it. You're actually taking away the chance for them to make your relationship better. And you're, you're actually putting them in the place of, you know, the decline. Like you're not allowing them to, to actually confront whatever that is or to work it out. So I think we nailed that one. Nailed it. Do you want another one? Thank you so much for your question, by the way. Thanks for letting us feel like we really accomplished good things in life. You want one more? No. Okay. This is from at Charity Majors. Charity wants to know, how do you protect business and friendship? What's up, Charity? I think this is so much like the last question, actually. Yeah. Um, business and friendship. I, I think so much of it is, you know, you're not necessarily going to have a contract in friendship, but I am so in this place of like, you know, Evans, you and I do this all of the time. Like, and I don't think we, I, I think we do realize that you'll know exactly what I'm going to like, what I'm talking about after I say it. Cause I will have just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to know what's next. Take more Allegra D. <laughs> myself saying it. And I was like, that is so stupid. And I have to complete the thought that was (laughs) exactly what I'm talking about after I say it. (laughs) Okay. So with that said, you and I like are both people, I think at least how you're showing up and I'm showing up in this relationship, like we always check in with each other and we want to make sure that we kind of like validate how we feel. So, and that's like, where are you at? Where are you at? Especially in the beginning. I think now we're both like, Hey, I'm going to be here forever. As long as you are like, we've actually like written each other that in a text message. Yes, that is true. Like, so I think in friendships, like checking in as much as you need, like as much as you actually need. Cause sometimes I need a lot more validation than other people in friendships because I've had some really rough goes at friendships. I've had like some abandonment things with different girls and, and that has really, it still affects me. So for me, like I will often like check back in with all of my friends after I do something or after I'm really vulnerable or I share something where we're really connecting, but maybe I shared something I don't tell a lot of people like afterward, I'll check back in and just be like, Hey, just want to just want to say like i felt super vulnerable but i know that that's like you know i felt really connected and just want to make sure like you know we're either we're still good or that i didn't unload on you or whatever that looks like 
And so I think that you need to, to say out loud what you need and how you feel more often than not, especially in really important relationships. And then your friend will know what you need as well. Like now that I know you really well, I'm kind of like, I feel like I know what you need. So I can give that to you. What about how do you balance the, when you're working with getting into new businesses with friends, how do you keep the boundary and keep it professional, but also maintain that friendship? It's interesting because I, I, professional is such an interesting word when it comes to work, because I think the old idea of like being professional at work actually doesn't really work anymore. If you want to run an authentic business. I can't hide myself from you or from Lauren or from the people I work with or from my audience. Like, I don't know how to be professional <laughs> and be myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yes. think I'm like, I'm a professional. Do you have a, <laughs> do you have a, what kind of a business suit? <laughs> a briefcase. Let's solve the crime. <laughs> All this crime, mom. <laughs> the scene of the crime. <laughs> so, okay, I I was going somewhere with this, but I really honestly mean- that I think what you just said, those voices really answered the question. You don't have to be like a robot. No, I think that you you need to be able to share yourself as long as you know you're not like unloading and bringing problems. You know, if you're going to share something about yourself, always just have a solution based mindset. So even at work, if there's something that needs to be solved and you're like, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. These are the problems. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not running this company right now with people thinking that I'm perfect. Like I more than anything want to be, um, like I want my people around me to point out, you know, what could have felt better, what could have been done better and feel that they can approach me with that. So I think professionalism maybe can be just replaced with, how can I, you know, respect them, you know, in, in that environment? Like, how can Ooh, I yeah. respect? And, and I think that is through really understanding what their boundaries are, what, you know, what their zones of genius are, what they're not good at having the tough conversations. I think if we're just dealing in such a different workplace now, and there's still, there's still those environments that are a lot more professional, but I also think if you're really authentic and you have a lot of respect you don't have to be quote unquote professional. You can be you. So true. So yeah. true. And and it's like, how can you make the workplace instead of you fitting in, like how can you fit in yourself into that workplace and not lose yourself? And that's really when I think people like thrive and start to move up the ladder, quote unquote, and like, you know, do all the things, but it it feels opposite of what we've been taught. I just, I think the old way of business is like going to be, that'll be done in like, you know, five years. I love that because I love what you said about changing it out with respect because you can still be yourself and respectful of, of, of everyone you work with. Absolutely. You can still be yourself and be goofy or silly or joke, but know that during a business meeting, it's not the time to do that, you know, or, right. or maybe it is, maybe that's the, the heart of the company or whatever it looks like, but just know your audience people, like just know where to do it and where not to. And sometimes that takes practice. <laughs> like, Oh, that wasn't a good place to fart. Huh? <laughs> Sorry about that. 
crop dusting is usually pretty funny at my house. Apparently in the meeting, it's not. (laughs) Crop dusting. (laughs) Did your siblings ever shoot underneath a blanket and then put the blanket on you? Yeah, you know what that's called, right? A Dutch oven? (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, you don't even realize that when you get married, you actually want a Dutch oven on your registry and they're expensive. (laughs) (laughs) All this time, you think Dutch ovens are bad. They're not. Dutch ovens are free and they're bad. And then you're like, wait, this is actually a highly sought after kitchen utensil? Appliance? (laughs) Accessory? I can't even speak. Allegra has changed you. I feel like a new woman. I feel like I've been baptized by my allergy pill. I wouldn't recommend going and taking a lot of them. And this is not an Allegra ad. But <laughs> but if you have seasonal allergies, it is my favorite. So. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You sure do. All right, you guys. We're so grateful for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, another life-changing episode of Questionably Awesome. And we hope that you're not questioning anything else about yourself and that you have a lot of confidence after listening to us. Yes, you're amazing. You can do anything that you want. Bye, Evans. Bye, Lori. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. 
just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori. 